0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Mary and Tom Show. I'm Tom. I'm Mary. And this is our show. It's been a while since we've been on the air. It's been a couple of weeks. And usually we try to do an episode every week or so, every seven or eight days. But uh, it's just been a crummy couple of weeks, I would say. Would you agree with that, Mary? Yeah, sure would. <laughs> um, the big problem has been your computer. Yeah. Which has, uh, it basically stopped working. And yeah, died yeah it, it we had a lot of trouble with the photoshop uh which we posted about on facebook and some folks had some very helpful suggestions and we, we tried all those suggestions and n- none of them worked <laughs> <laughs> no i mean, we got trying like oh it's me this thing and nope it was not and then we said well i'm gonna do a a, a fresh a reboot basically you know factory reset and that that also did not work you got stuck no. in the boot loop yeah so, this kind of put us behind on some things, and I think my carrots are overcooking, so I'm going to turn that down just a smidge. Pretty much the highlight of our week, I think, has been my carrots. I've made them, like, two or three times in the last two weeks.
1: Yeah, it might have been that.
0: Yeah. yeah. You like my carrots. I
1: like your carrots.
0: She likes my carrots a lot. It's like the one thing I can do well cooking it's not like it's my recipe. It's a Julia Child recipe that we saw on an old episode of Julia Child, an old black and white episode. You uh, make carrot sticks, and you put them in a pan. You dice a shallot, put it on top of the carrots. You put some water in the pan up to the uh, level of the carrots. Put some butter in it. Uh, a little bit of butter is, is what uh, Ms. Child said, but... Um, That's more like a pound of butter. (laughs) It's a pound of butter, but it's just a fair amount of butter. And uh, some parsley. Yep. And uh, then you put it on the stove. You bring up the heat until it uh, starts to simmer. Then you bring down the heat and just let it cook for, I don't know, 20-odd minutes. It it's a little bit longer for us.
1: Yeah, I think you want the water to evaporate. The
0: water has to evaporate, but you don't want it to burn.
1: Or the pop, in your case.
0: Well, yes, because (laughs) the problem we had with the carrots is it's you know, it's gonna, the taste of it is, can depend on the quality of the carrots. And sometimes we don't get the greatest quality carrots. Not that we try to get bad carrots. It's just like, oh, these should be good. Nope. Uh, how, how I decided to fix this is instead of water, I've been using Werner's Ver- ginger ale. And some of you might not be aware of Werner's ginger ale if you're not from, like, the Midwest. It is the best ginger ale. First of all, it has proven medicinal qualities. <laughs> you know, cure stomach aches and everything else. Those are the potatoes, I think. Okay. So those should be. I mean, they got cooked another. Whoa! What?
1: Whoa! Oh. Yeah.
0: what What's going on? Mary just rescued the potatoes, which uh, that kind of proves why I just do the carrots generally. <laughs> I don't try to do anything else, but um, put Verner's in it, and it it just the carrots are always going to be sweet, and uh, it's just delightful. And Verner's is the best soda. Yeah. That exists. I'm pretty sure this is a fact. You ha- you have a Werner story, don't you, Mary? The guy you worked with?
1: Oh Bob. Yeah. It Bob's from Arkansas originally and then Texas. He's been all over the world because he was a um an engineer with um I can't remember the name of the company, but they they work all over the world. He spent a lot of time in Southeast Asia. Anyway, he's never tasted Verners so, he finally decided after he'd been here for a while, I'm going to try Werner's. He did, and then he came into the room where we were all sitting. You're trying to kill me. Oh my God. And, I mean, we didn't know what was going on. We we thought maybe he'd had some bad food or something, and it turned out he's tried the Werner's, and no, we were not trying to kill him, and he just, you know, had no taste. No taste buds. A, might, I don't
0: know. Might be an acquired taste because because Verners is barrel aged, so it tastes very different than other ginger ales. Uh,
1: well, it used to be barrel aged. I don't
0: know if it's no, it, it, anymore. No, it it says barrel aged on on the bottle. I'm not trust the good people of Verners.
1: Okay. Uh, the
0: the secret story, secret origin of Verners. Uh, the story that I heard was that uh, so when the Civil War started, this dude in I think Dearborn or anywhere in uh, Detroit. Anyway, I don't
1: know if he was in Dearborn, but he's in the Metro Detroit yeah. area. He, which was not a metropolitan area at the time.
0: Well, yeah, I know that, but um, he has some ginger ale in a barrel and went to go fight in the, the Civil War, and so that's you know 1861, and in 1864, you know he comes back home, and the ginger ale's been there, for all those years in that barrel. And he tried it like, wow, this is great. I'm, I'm gonna start a soda company. I mean, not, not, not exactly like that, but uh, it's, it's great stuff.
1: And that's yeah, much it's, the- it's really strong though. If, if you're not a big ginger fan, you're not really gonna no. take it because it's, um, it's strong.
0: But it, it really makes those carrots. I think. And, yeah, it does. Uh, yeah. you know, in, in, even with bad carrots, they're all right. With the burners. Yeah. So, I mean, well, to kind of cover up my, my lack of culinary skill. No,
1: you, you do really, really well, Tom. Stop that. Well,
0: um, so, yeah, you basically just cut the carrots into sticks and that, and, and I, I used my little cut cone knife for that, which uh, my friend, the knife salesman, uh, sold me. <laughs> uh, this actually is actually a funny story, too. Um, so, when I was in high school, there was this, this guy, Gabe, that everyone was sure I was best friends with. And everyone just kind of assumed we were best friends, and I did not know him. Like I never met him, had never heard of him. And you know, years later, my friends like, "Oh, you know, Gabe's coming back in town for a while." I'm like, who, who, who is Gabe? I think it was uh, it was Jamie. It was like, "Yeah, you're friends with Gabe, aren't you?" Uh, our friend Jamie um, is kind of internet famous. He's uh, Rantasmo on YouTube, so you should watch his stuff. He's good. Anyway, um, he's very good. Yeah, he's very good. Um, Hi Jamie. Um, so, Hi Jamie. So the first time I actually met Gabe, well, I was like, "Hey, apparently we should be friends. So let's let's." And you're also married to my cousin. Yep. <laughs> so well, we sh- we sh-
1: She's not actually. Well, she's she's a cousin in law.
0: Cousin in law. Okay. Sort we're, of. We're, we're sort of family. So we probably should meet. And he said, "Okay, I'll come sell you a knife." I'm like, "All right." Yeah, uh, because he was a knife salesman at that point, and uh, he sold, sold his knife, and that's how I met our friend Gabe. And uh, Gabe actually is also uh, does uh, podcasting. He has a podcast called uh, Interparty Conflict, which is like a and d podcast with, like, DMing tips. So if that's your thing, you should listen to Gabe's podcast. So anyway, Mary's computer issues have been solved. <laughs> so, sort of. In that, we bought her a new computer. Uh, we did that yesterday. We went over to the store to get a computer,
1: yeah, and he finally caved
0: Didn't cave I was trying to fix it.
1: I know. I, didn't, I know you were trying to fix it for two days. You were trying to fix it. Wow.
0: Well, the last two weeks, really, we've been working on it in one way or another.
1: Yeah, but, but I was pretty solid the last couple of days. Yeah. You weren't doing a whole lot of anything else.
0: No that was fun yeah. so went to go buy a computer and okay so the guy in the computer store was trying to upsell us basically because we were looking at this this laptop and it was it had like a i3 processor and he was like you don't want the i3 processor because that's only really good for checking your email and browsing the internet you try to do anything else you try to do an Excel spreadsheet you try to use Photoshop which is it's probably originated you know it's gonna struggle it, it's gonna struggle with it you really want an i5 and I was like, I I don't know. The computers we have don't have an i3. And it turned out it's just a regular Pentium, Pentium chip, yeah. uh, which is before the i3. And it kind of runs to Photoshop just fine. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have like a you know, three or $400 laptop on the market that did not handle Excel spreadsheets and Photoshop. So the guy was trying to upsell us. And we kind of like, you know, we're going to go to a different store. So we went to a different store. And at the store, they had listed what all the processors were and and how they worked. I was like, oh yeah, so this i3 is much faster than what we have already. It's going to handle Photoshop just fine. Mm -hmm. So we ended up getting Mary a computer with an i5. i I I, (laughs) I (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: 5
0: So maybe we should let the guy upsell us. Mary. Oh my oh. god. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I think we all can agree Mary has the best laugh. Um, so, so we got a computer and Mary got it up and running and she's working on all sorts of charts that we haven't been working on in the last two weeks because it's kind of been. Because without the computer, we haven't been able to work on anything Photoshop related or Photoshop adjacent and so. Um, the charts which Mary lays out in Photoshop for, you know, you know uh, CRTs and so forth um could not could not go any further with yeah, we so
1: progress you know and <laughs> uh,
0: um she did yeah. do some stuff on my computer using the Photoshop but you know she kind of didn't want to kick me off my computer I, I guess I got I
1: love your computer I
0: don't love you my sit
1: in front of it all day long That's
0: not true Um Except when
1: you occasionally get up to do carrots
0: Though, though, actually being in front of that computer was was so. The other thing, the reason why this past couple weeks have been crummy, is I I have sustained like a a slight nerve injury. <laughs> so there's my my uh, two fingers on my right hand, the two last two fingers, my pinky and my ring finger, um, started going numb. I was like, why are these two fingers going numb? And I did a, a Google search. And I started searching for like, why are my fingers numb? And then the suggestion was, why are my last two fingers numb? And I'm like, okay, that must be it. And there is a nerve that runs, uh, you know, down the arm uh, through the kind of crook where where the elbow flexes, that gives the feeling to those two fingers. So just from you know using the computer the way I was. Uh, we're basically using my left hand to manipulate the mouse instead of using my right hand to do much of anything uh, and resting it there for that long time. It kind of put stress on the elbow and on that nerve and also the way I sleep because I have this chronic back pain. And uh, so I can't really sleep on my back or on my side, I sleep on my stomach, which isn't good for me, I know, but it doesn't hurt. But in doing that, I had my arms folded under my chest, which also kind of bent the elbow so my fingers have been going numb, uh, which, that has not been fun, either. Uh, but it's, it's really a minor thing, and I'm, you know, uh, not sleeping on my stomach, and using my right hand manipulate the mouse, so it's stretched out more, and it's not get, you know resting against that armrest. So, that's the thing, anyway. So, we have a game coming out relatively soon, next week or two. That's uh, Optimates at Popularis. Op-Pop. up pop, pop. pop uh, which is a game about the political struggle in the last 100 years or so of the Roman Republic. Um, so it's kind of like a war game adjacent game. I wouldn't really call it a war game per se, in that you don't have two armies fighting each other, but you do have, you know, direct conflict, and it is historically based, so it's kind of, you know, war game adjacent. Uh, and I think people will like it. I hope they will.
1: They'll like it. They'll. <laughs> or
0: else. To like it or else? Okay. <laughs> you know, it's kind of an odd game and I've always been kind of wary about doing games that are like aggressively idiosyncratic or odd but, you know, Supply Lines which we released just a week or two ago, um, that did really well for being an odd idiosyncratic game. It did much better than I thought it was going to do. Uh, still, still is doing well. So, I, I think maybe idiosyncratic is kind of the way to go and might be more of a market for these kind of uh, oddball games. You know one of my much older designs that I never could find a home for was was a very odd idiosyncratic game and that was the uh, foreign exchange game. Do you remember what that was called Mary? Forex. Oh yeah that, that makes <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, which is a game about trading currencies. So you are buying currencies with other currencies and each currency only has value relative to the other currencies and you're manipulating the value of the currencies so that you can try to get more money and limit the money your opponents are getting, even though you have you know five, six, seven different kinds of money. And then at the end, the currency that's the strongest, everything's converted to that currency, and the person with the most money wins. It yeah? was a lot of fun. Yeah? It was a lot of fun. Okay. Mary liked it, so it has to be good. Um, and I kind of like... I know when we we're talking about starting Holland Spiel in the first place, you're like, "Well, how about we try this kind of economic game? Let's try Forex." And I was like, "I don't know there's much of a market for it, because it's such an odd, dry, nerdy, opaque game." But the games we've done that are idiosyncratic, dry, nerdy, and opaque—infamous uh, traffic, supply lines—those th- are the games that are doing really well. So maybe we should do it. I don't know. What do you all think? Uh, you know, let us know. Give us comments. Are you interested in seeing us do kind of economics games, or should we just stick with uh, panzer pushing? Um, and I, th- I think that's pretty much it for today's episode.
1: I'm not going to push a panzer.
0: You're not going to push a panzer. No. They.
1: They would get very angry.
0: This is true. Yeah.